Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. Monday, twenty eighth of September, a new week. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Hello. Hello. Very well, very well. Ready to pounce, if you know what I mean. Wow. Well, <laughs> into the week. If you say, if you know what I mean, at the end of something, it automatically <laughs> makes it a little bit like maybe there's something a little bit. Innuendo. No, no innuendo whatsoever. I'm ready to attack the week with vigor. Oh, mm. that is a brilliant thing. Yeah. Uh, I feel the same, actually. Good. Yeah. What it, is it about us today? I don't know. A nice weekend or something? Nice weekend, and um, I don't know. As if you're in this part of the world, it's, the weather is improving. We're coming out of our little caves, mm. and perhaps the outdoor life becomes more appealing. This perhaps it does. Mm. Uh, Stuart Farrell, you did a wonderful thing on the weekend and I bring this up because I know that you hate when I talk about things like this almost as much as you hate when I call you a grumpy old man and accuse you of True. misogyny and stuff. <laughs> well, that old misogyny <laughs> accusation never fails to please. <laughs> but mm. you... Just tap it onto the racist and the alcoholic <laughs> stuff and we're fine. Um, you on the weekend. Mm. Uh, now, first, first I'll tell you something. I read a thing... That said, and it was in, it was a sort of, you know, it was a, I've heard it before, but this was a scientifically backed up thing. Now, can I find the link now that I was trying to find it no. this morning? No, I can't. However, uh, it says that the way to make, in fact, I may have spoken to you about this mm. on the show before. <clears throat> the way to make somebody like you. Let it make pinch them to make somebody be your friend, to really solidify a friendship. To make though? Do you well, ever it's a make bit manipulative, someone? but oh. if you, <clears throat> excuse me, early on or something, say mm. you, you've got someone over there who you're kind of like, at, who's at work and you're like, I like that person, but we're not kind of close and stuff. The way to bridge that gap, mm. there is one surefire thing that does it. Uh, what? Kiss them. Getting, <laughs> getting them to do you a favour. So... Is so it, what you I'm get the person that you want to be friends with to do you the favour because people, which is I think a lovely thing, because it means I mean not being manipulative like that, but mm. the fact that people do that because it means that when you, that that's a lovely that there's something lovely about being generous when you it's like when you you know donate a day of your time you go down to asylum seekers resource centre and you work for a day or whatever mm. um, for uh, or you give some money or something. There is a associated feeling of good, you know, feeling of well, it's goodwill. Better no. to give than to receive. I mean, that's <coughs> on the record. It's on the record, but that sounds like an instruction from a fifties how to behave manual, Bible. not an actual. This is how humans respond to other humans, kind of thing. Right. Anyway, you must love me lately <laughs> because ah, I have been getting you see, to I've do been me a victim of your mental games after favor after favor. Mm. You moved the disgusto from the the couch yeah, situation. It was fun. It's the best. My life is like maybe eight thousand times better now okay, that well, I don't that's have a, good a improvement. foul couch in my house. Come on, it was Nan's couch. I know, and yeah. I love Nan, but it wasn't. As you said, it wasn't mm. Nan. Yeah, no, it that's wasn't right. a metaphor for Nan, so no. it's okay. Right. Um. Stink box couch. <laughs> Stink box. You Disgusting horrible thing. Couch. <laughs> but Continue. on the weekend, mm. you probably got up early, prepped the day before, and made a bunch of food. Mm, rolls. For a, Let's be honest. They were little rolls. I mean, nothing special. No, I don't think that does, quite does them justice. Well, they they were. Rolls. I got so many. So I had a, a little do. You couldn't come. No. Um, was invited. 
That's one thing I don't do is crash parties. Stuart. Okay, I'll stop. You were invited. Yes. Weren't you? I was invited oh, thank for the you. record. Good. Okay. Happy birthday to that person. Mm. Happy birthday. Exactly. It's her birthday today. Mm. And a um, member of my uh, family. And so we had uh, – we did that – and they were the most popular thing at the party by far, <laughs> including like the birthday girl. And <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. No, but they were. Were people uh, getting photos with them? Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Great. Selfies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Did the selfie stick make an appearance at this year's? Party? No, it was the party that at last year's yeah. there was a selfie stick. There was. So you guys no. were uh, ahead of the curve. Yeah. That's uh, when the selfie stick was just emerging in this country. I must just f- just say to you. Mm-hmm. You guys were ahead of the curve implies that I own a selfie stick and I would like to distance that party myself. That you threw. I would like to distance myself from said selfie stick. Right. But yes, there is a member of the family who had a selfie stick before anyone knew what they were and stuff. They were big in Asia and we were yeah. and people here would go as if this would ever <laughs> catch on. I That's mean, have right. a look at these. I idiots. mean, look. Come on. Come on and no, it's, those crazy guys. Well, so uh, but it was look the point is, you are a wonderful favour doer, oh. and I think it must be uh, so definitely. You want to be my I, friend, I think from saying? now on, mm. just maybe a favour a week from you, just to keep you <laughs> being my my good friend, because wow. I don't want to lose you as a friend. So I have to like, earn it. No, no, no. I'm earning it. You see. That's the beauty. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you certainly are. Anyway, thank you. Ah, it was well, no worries. Now, you say nice things of the weekend. I've f- found that um, – do you ever have apology regret? <laughs> like – You mean you say sorry and then you go, why did I apologise for that? Well, example one. <clears throat> we both got the um, coughs today. I know. Sorry about that. Sorry, yeah. I walked out of my house or out of a building. I can't remember exactly. I think it was walked out of work yesterday. Mm. You know, it was a beautiful day. Walked out to go get a coffee or something. Yeah. And nearly bowled a blow. You know, gave him a bit of a bump and said, oh, geez, sorry, mate. He's all yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, no worries, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he, he but continues to walk on, takes a drag on his cigarette and just throws, throws the it butt on the ground. On the ground. <gasps> and I was like, I am so cut. I'm sorry. Yeah, how do I take – it was just a wasted sorry, Yuck. you know. Yeah, no, it that's was, the worst. It's um, it's also it happens in the car a lot. I well, think I, I don't apologise too much in the car. I wave thank you a lot. I wave thank you. Nobody ever waves back. Well, that's the other one. Like when if you, you let someone through, generously, when you let them through, yeah. and then they don't wave, Ooh. it's uh, oh, I should have driven into you. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Mm. I thought you were going to say because mm. this happens quite a lot. Is that you'll be walking along and you'll bump into somebody and you go, oh, sorry, and then you'll go, hang on. I knew I could see where I was going. That person barreled into me, didn't mm. care, and then didn't, and then went when I said sorry, like I'm sorry. I I'm take sorry. it back. It, well, there's too much of that. There's too much. I'm going to, I might sound like a grumpy old man again here. Oh, well, you know, it's, it's only seven a and a half minutes in. So yeah, but you're I think the younger generation. Oh. No, <laughs> go with me on I was this. Supporting you then. Yeah, go with me. It's younger people. No, I was about to say it's Listen to old me. white men. But anyway, yeah. Well, that, that could be the case as well. There are, <laughs> there are some... Oh, so you know what? I'm getting a bit tired of the attack on the old white men. Really? You think yeah. it's about time they stood up for themselves? No, I'm not saying... It, it's just become a bit of a... Uh, 
Oh, celebre. I wonder why that is. Um, well, no, it's become an, they've become an easy target. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> even people that would never even considered it before and now go, ah, oh, white, powerful men. Or so, you know, like everything's white, powerful men. This, I say it's all races, all colours, all Do creeds you say that? of people under 25. Oh, my God. <laughs> i got to go have a nap. I opened this well, with a celebration hmm. for you and all well, that you represent. <clears throat> and now it's what young people – so everyone under 25, what do they do? They expect. They're just <laughs> expectors. So if you bump into them, you're the one at fault. If you're driving and they drive through a red light, if they hit me, it's my fault because I was on the road when they were there. You know, it's a bit more – there's an expectation thing. There's an entitlement thing, which – uh, people like yourself apply to uh, white old men. We apply it to them, do we? Mm. Yeah. No, there's no, there's no kind of social socialization there at all. Yes, but do you think the the curve can go too far one way? <laughs> you think it's gone too far the other way, do you? No, no. But do you think that there can be a time where we start blaming a certain subsection of society too much? I think I think the white man is safe, just quietly. You don't think they're going to? I think they're okay. We're not going to tip them over. I don't think we need to be and too cautious. Is it about old white men? Is it young white men? Is it, is it what is the actual? Well, it depends it what you're talking about. I was talking about people who hmm. barrel through you, yeah. and I don't think that's particularly old white men. I think that's that there, there is a. Certain in the city, there's a certain sort of you know get me from A to B businessman type who I'm just like just what are you doing like you know, um, so there's a bit of that that goes on. But I don't think I don't I don't agree with you about the under twenty fives. But I think it's interesting that when something when you notice something like that suddenly it becomes true. Mm. You know what I mean? So are we projecting? Well, yeah, maybe we're projecting. A bit. Speaking of rich and powerful old men, <coughs> title. <coughs> mm. uh, just a, just a final observation from the weekend. Okay, yeah, it's good. I was watching George Brandis, right? That's a shame. Uh, on the yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the uh, television. We yeah. weren't hanging out. No. And you know what made me charming Australian politician for those who don't know. <clears throat> yeah, yes. he's our uh, was he? What do you call him? The lawyer in charge. Yeah, he's a lawyer in charge. Now, <laughs> attorney general. Attorney general. The lawyer in charge is a very, mm. very good description of the attorney general. I love it. Yeah. But <clears throat> what I noticed, not so much about George himself, yeah. but his facial apparatus and his glasses. Oh, yeah. And one, um, one thing to say has gone by the wayside mm. is Coke bottle glasses. The technology in gla- and eyewear now yeah. has rendered the Coke bottle, oh. I think, with, you know, it's gone the way of the dinosaurs. Yeah, right. Because you think he has got some really poor eyesight, I think. Yeah, it looks like, like he does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. I mean, he would have Hans Molman type uh, <laughs> eyewear if. You know, Hans Molman. Hans Molman is the old man on The Simpsons. It's <laughs> always crashing uh, yeah. his car. How do you know that guy's name? Well, he's a character in the show. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I've he never known quite, what he's Hans called. Molman looks a lot like George Brandis, <laughs> yeah. if, if you look at him both, side by side. Oh, yeah. He does have a round face too, doesn't he? Thick glasses, small round stature. Yeah. Hans Molman. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'll just, just notice that you don't see Coke bottle glasses anymore. That's interesting. Which is, I mean, I think it's a good designer thing for pe- Designer wear. people would probably, you know, like if they, some fashionable... Some somebody somewhere would. Oh, have, hang on. So you know you, what I mean? you're trying to tell me that Coke bottle glasses are going to be like a thing? Oh yeah, for sure. For as cool soon as people. they go out, 
in the mainstream mm. and people aren't wearing them anymore. You watch. You watch. It'll Cape be in the next Oh, I guarantee. Society it. has spent the last 20, 30, 40, 50 <laughs> years trying to rid themselves of the Coke bottle glasses. I tell you what. And they probably won't even have lenses. They won't even be for people who need glasses. It'll be just like. It'll actually be Coke look, the bottom I'm, of a Coke bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Stupid. So, Stu Farrell, you. something's in my phone today, but also I just wanted to let you know what, just so that everyone can live it with me, mm. the um, pending agony that may be wait- awaiting me when I go to work this morning. Pending <laughs> agony, nothing better, is there? <laughs> nothing better. Mm. I think I might have some pending agony awaiting me too. Oh, it's a good feeling, isn't it? Thursday or Friday, I can't remember when, I get this message come up on my phone. Well, yeah, my work mail goes to my phone. Mm. And it's just... It's like somebody asking an innocent enough question about like, how come this invitation to this thing that they've been invited to, with full of like judges and, you know, the mm. whole legal profession's going to this thing and, and she's been invited, so she forwards it to me. <coughs> she's my boss too, so. Oh, great. She's already on to Pending agony. Pending agony. Mm. <laughs> and she says, see this thing, mm. it's on in the same place and at the same time. Was this a passive-aggressive email? Like no, no, no. It actually wasn't. No, no. Right. To, to, to be fair to her. It was just right. like it was, it, was, it was like we're in the same boat here. What's going on? Yeah. Like it's on at the same place and the same time as the event that you're organising for us uh, that's got 200 people from the legal profession going to it. Wow, it's going to be a big party. And, um, yeah, it's on at the same time. Like so is – what do you think? Have we double booked ourselves? And I'm like, oh – my God. Mm. Like just – I was just relaxing for the evening and then suddenly – and there's nothing you can do about it. It's 9.30 at night on mm-hmm. Friday or whatever. So I was just thinking, what am I going to do? And so I went and I found – the best thing that I found was the letter from somebody saying – plane confirmed. ticket overseas, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, <coughs> that's right, exactly. <clears throat> no, saying space confirmed for this night and this time. So at least it's not my fault. Like if I'd somehow – just not booked it or I booked so it on the wrong situation, day or whatever. The whole thing is not that, that someone's going to be put out, it's that it's not your fault. No, no, no. I'm saying first, first, which is hat down, it's not my fault. Right? That's a good thing. Right. Second, which is hat down, what the hell's going on? So I look it up and I find out that the, the other event may be in another room. Right. In the Supreme Court at the same time. How many rooms they have? No, they got a few. I haven't done anything bad enough yet to warrant a visit. Supreme Court's a pretty high, uh, but yeah, you don't. You have to. You have to do something pretty bad to get yeah. to Supreme Court. I don't want to. Or yeah, you know, sophisticated legally or something. Um, anyway, that's waiting me. Don't know the answer. Don't know how. Don't know what we're going to do about the fact that there are two things booked. Can at you? The same can, time. Where, how far away is your event? Fourteenth <clears throat> of uh, October. Oh. <laughs> I'm not cancelling anything. <laughs> no, it's go, it could be two legal gangs button heads. That's it. Maybe we'll turn it into a tug of war or something. But anyway, that's awaiting me and it's a lot of fun. Judges in a tug of war sounds like Kenny Everett's skit. <laughs> it does rather. Mm. Yeah, it does. Women in bikini, judges in robes, tug right. of war. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, Kenny with big hands. With music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here is my what's in your phone. Oh. So... Found a, <clears throat> excuse me, I gotta stop doing that. Found a thing 
uh, online. I don't know how I found it, but it's called 15 Interesting Facts About Reading for International Literacy Day. It was, you know, the other day. Uh, the other week, I think. There are 15 interesting things about reading? <laughs> well, I mean, really? <laughs> there really are. Okay. And this is actually quite a good – it's got a library of literary intering, interestingness. Mm. So interestingness is an interesting word yes. for a literacy website to be using. But um, I, I find these things and I often think that they're a little bit like, you know, it's a dumb list of mm. things that may or may not be true. This one – this website intrigued me and they've got a Twitter account too so you can follow them. But it's full of um, interesting like actual bibliotherapy, for instance. Do you know what that means? Well, I'm assuming mm. bibliotherapy being books, therapy meaning, uh, you know, to help or, some, or something like that. So uh, therapy for reading? You're a wordsmith. I am a wordsmith. You're a smith with words. Thank you. You are. Was that a Shakespearean thing? A Smith with words, mm. probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, do you know what? That they sounds very. Are. That sounds very Shakespearean. Everything is. Um, you're right. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Okay. And sixty something percent. Where is it? It is written here, but I've scrolled down. Sixty eight percent is the percentage by which your stress is reduced if you read for just six minutes a day. Now, is that mm. reading anything? <clears throat> is it reading in one sitting? It's reading in one sitting. So, <laughs> Six minutes is a long session, is it? So if I was to read... If uh, you sat there and ate your breakfast and read the cereal packet hmm. for six minutes, good for you. Reduce my stress. Yep. Okay. But also I think it's partly... There's not much on a cereal packet. If it's, No, that's true. In, if you go into an interior world someone else's, of someone else's creation, then that really does it's it's like kind of mindfulness meditation it has a similar effect i should buy a book of short stories you should man well, short stories are the best i bought an, an edgar Allan poe book um, yeah that's a good start maybe i'll just do that give it a burl i've got some great short stories right there behind you i'll give you some if you want okay sure well the long stories you've given me aren't uh, exactly <laughs> flying off the shelf at my face at the moment so maybe we'll try short we'll get this dumkoff reading before the end of the year Remember at the start of the year I said I was going to read 10 books this year? Did you? Yeah. You got a couple of months to get that done? Got a bit of reading to do, a <laughs> bit more than six minutes a day at this stage. <laughs> uh, well, once you start, you can't stop. Now, the other th- there's just one other fact in here that I rather liked, which is that there is a theory, Canadian intellectual um, Marshall McLuhan oh, yes. um, thought that it, you can turn to, to any book, you can turn to page 69... Of course. Lol, yeah. but to determine whether it's worth reading. Uh, now, <laughs> why would, so, did you just pick that number because people will remember it? No. Uh, no yeah, exactly. No, what if, it, I what if I turn so. to page 69? Mm. And, and it's blank. Because yeah, it's and it's just got the number three on it. Infinite jest yeah. or something. Yeah, I know. Who knows? Hmm. But anyway, look, there. It's got. it's full of these things, but it's also one of those things where you're linked to a hundred other things. There are like, you know, Funny quotes or interesting quotes by writers or whatever. It's really interesting. I'm going to put it. That's the most maligned number. Like, that's the number that can never shake oh, its, it's, never, its reputation. Yeah, no, never going to be. It's over. never going to be the number that's accepted into second. nice society, is it? No. 13 would come second in Western society because of the whole. 13 and 87 in Australian sporting society. Why? Because you're 13 away from 100 when you're, uh, when you're talking cricket. See, I wouldn't. Oh, that's how, that no, is how thunderously ignorant I am about. Cricket. But six nine will never be welcome in proper number society. And <laughs> we the, always have when the proper number people uh, have uh, their conferences. Well, it'll be tarnished, <laughs> won't it? And it will never be taken seriously. Like 
It'll be like 69 will never become president of this association as long as we're numbers. <laughs> That's right. Because we can all vote it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the mart, not in a martyr, the, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like the scumbag. It's like <laughs> one that's done too much wrong to too many people for so long. Whereas Shun. 666 yeah. is a powerful number, I think. That's I think it's right. one of the great numbers. <laughs> Do you know, the other day, mm. uh, we got to go, but I was I was. What's in, your favourite number oh before you go? Oh, my God, we really have to go. I just looked at the time. 666, six, six, I reckon, is mine. Well, I was lying in bed mm. and in our house, you know how Stiggy, who's our technical producer, yep. Um, he's Captain Technical Pants. Mm. I'd said, okay, everybody out, I'm having a nap. Go do whatever you want to do, nap time for me, right? Gone in there, took the privacy of my own room, just have a big sleep, just for like half an hour, just go, right? Everything off, blinds closed. Then, everything's connected to everything else in this house, so you can like, you can play your phone on the music magic music box that comes out of the wall. I don't know right. how anything works, but right. <laughs> trust just me, does. that's what it's happens. wide for sound. So I'm lying in bed and I go off to sleep. And then <laughs> I am just on that brink of like tipping over mm. from shelf sleep into, you know. Wonderland. Be- Wonderland. And this song that I don't know, I don't know how he had like Van Halen or whatever it was on his playlist. And I don't know how, but the numbers, it wasn't Van Halen, but it was, you know, something. It started with six, 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 I'm the devil. Like it was really, it was the worst thing in the world. And it came on. Six, 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 I'm the devil. (laughs) I don't know. It was something Mm. like that. Okay. And it was super loud and it was right in the middle of this tranquil thing that I had, and it was nowhere else in the house and he couldn't hear it. So he'd played something on his phone or his watch mm. or his brain, you know, yeah. that he's wired to the thing. Yeah. And uh, and he just w- was obviously thinking, oh, why isn't this playing or something? And I'm why in the other room. Why was he going room. to listen to that while he's got a bit of quiet time <laughs> to himself? That's what I want to know. I said to him, I didn't know he had even had music like that. He said, neither did I. <laughs> Sorry and oh. stuff. But it was just Did like, you get up with fire in your eyes? No, but it did just – I did just think, why is the devil 666 like screaming at me while I'm having – anyway. It's a nice way to get to sleep. It was lovely. It was the charming. Metal hey, slip. Hang on, well, you didn't tell us your favourite number. I don't have a favourite number. I'm, I'm not that kind of person. <sighs> Who has a favourite number? What's your favourite number, Stu? Here no, I already said it. It was 666. Oh, classic. It's dude. a strong number. <laughs> it has so many sort of tough – don't you think the devil is tough? You know, like <laughs> the devil – when you're watching pure evil on film, mm. it's it's like the scariest, toughest thing there is. Mm. Like when you've got a seemingly normal person, but they are Satan, is it gets no tougher than that. Reckon? Yeah, I reckon tough means. I reckon that's sort of oblivious rather than tough. It's it's ultimate power. Yeah, it's, it's like power. this guy controls the world, and we don't know it. But and so he that controls makes it your us. favorite number. Oh, I don't know. It just says so many cool things have come from 666. <laughs> Quote of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Farrell, yes. if people want to find us, they can go to stupidlybig.com. They can contact us on Twitter, on Facebook, through voicemail on the website. They can email. No, they can't. They can write to P.O. Box 1436. I'm going there today, North. this morning, because I think there's something there. Fitzroy North, 3068. And uh, we, yeah, they can also give us a review or a rating on um, iTunes, which makes a big difference and which is always excellent you to know see what people could do? What? Set up email notifications when something lands in your P.O. Box. They could. Did you see the other day they've lost X billion dollars and it's the end of... The, 
postage. I think they're trying stuff. to lose that money to justify hooking up the prices of stamps and other services. <laughs> That's an interesting because theory. there's other areas, there's other areas of the business that are rocketing. Yeah. Right. And just because maybe their core business. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the reason they exist yeah. and, and is a re- is a, is a side of the business is it's shrinking. Yeah. It is, but you know what? Until the people that use that service die off. You provide it, and you don't provide it at too much of a cost, please. You offset that cost. You've heard it from Mr. Six 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 himself. Yes, or otherwise I'm going to get Papa to do something bad to you all. <laughs> Son of Satan. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, Stu. Yes. See you Tuesday. See you good luck with your day today. Well, good luck with your was it pending doom? Pending doom. What was it? What was the no, term you earlier? I don't know. Something else. You've got to write these things down. I know. Uh, thanks. I'll see you tomorrow. See ya. I hope. <laughs> bye bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>